I keep very clear work boundaries for me. It's like part of working like this and building a company like this is that I wanted to work in the ways that make me happy, where I still have time to run and manage my life, to spend time with friends and family, to do all the hobbies I want to do. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the Digital Nomads Daily Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about remote entrepreneurship. And this is really exciting because there are so many entrepreneurs in the digital nomad space, whether you're a freelancer, you, I don't know, start a small business and it's turning into something bigger, or you're, you know, like passionate about your side hustle that you want to grow. Today, I have a very special guest on the podcast. Welcome, welcome, Gianna. Hello. Nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And before we go into uh, today's topics, I would love to get to know you a little bit better. So I have three quick questions that I always ask my guests. And my first question is, how long have you been nomading? Yeah, so I've been nomading since 2016. I left uh, my career and my home um, at the time was San Francisco on the West Coast of the US. So I've been down in Central America since then. Wow, that's actually quite a while already. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, seven years, pretty going into my seventh year. Cool, cool. And where are you talking from right now? I am based in Roatan, Honduras. I yeah, I don't know if you've heard the like recent term. I think that's come out as slow matting mm-hmm. instead of nomading. So I consider myself as more of a slow mad. It's like a term, I guess, has come out more recently, but I've always been slow matting from Central America where I base myself um, in a country down here. I've been in Belize for six years, but in the last year I've, I've transferred to Roatan, Honduras. So I am currently in Roatan. Cool, cool. I'm also on Team Slowmad. Um, and yeah, we talk a lot about that on the podcast. It's, I, I guess, like we will talk about it later. But I feel like many slowmads also prefer because it's kind of better for like productivity, and especially when you're yeah. running a business and it's a lot of responsibilities. And travel itself is is kind of um, challenging at times. <laughs> Yeah. And when I first started, you know, the term digital nomad kind of was coming out right when I had left the US like seven years ago or so. It was becoming more popular, more Mm -hmm. people were talking about what they're doing. And there was a lot of like negative press also coming out around that time that was talking about how, you know, oh, this actually isn't the lifestyle and it's so exhausting and I don't have friends or family and community. And so um, it's nice to see that conversation shift because it is such a, so important. Like for me, the huge part of being happy and being successful running my business properly was having that community behind me and people to listen to the ups and the downs and to go out with and have a drink with or like, you know, relax with. And so, um, yeah, so that's been important to my success down here as well. Cool. And, um, let's talk a little bit about, about your business. So how do you sustain your lifestyle? Yeah. So I started a company right when I left the U.S. I thought I was going to just consult and do some freelance writing. It turned into, against my plans, a full-scale agency. So I run First Page Strategy. We are 100% remote and have about 40 people now across the globe um, from Europe to Latin America, the US. Um, and so, yeah, so I am the founder and chief remote officer for what we, we call ourselves FPS. Cool. That's that's so exciting. And also that you have so many people in, in so many different locations, like that must yeah. be very challenging as well, but exciting at the same time. 
It's really, it exactly. It's both. I started my business because I wanted to work in the ways that I wanted to work in. A big part of that was being location agnostic and um, having more time freedom that comes with that, you know, not sitting in an office. So as we all know, so I have been building a company where people want to work like that and it comes with its challenges, but it's also really on the forefront of like how people are working right now. So it's really fun to define a lot of these new ways of working, like, you know, just listening to how other companies or individuals are doing it and how we can kind of adopt different policies or ways of working at our business to allow people to live this way and kind of, you know, debunk all those old nine to five office mm-hmm. kind of at least corporate America um, ways of working. Sure. I mean, you know a lot from your own experience, right? But how does someone else know if work from anywhere and working remotely, if that's that's actually for you? Because I mean, you and I both know how much time of experiencing and trial and error it takes. But um, yeah, what have you learned so far? Yeah. So um I think every individual is so different. Each situation is so different, right? Like based on what you do and your background, what you bring to the table, Mm -hmm. the kind of work you can get might be a different experience. And then where you want to be in the world is going to be a different experience. So it's hard to really answer like, is that for you? But I feel like if you are just, for me, it was like, I felt so stagnant in my life. I had to be, there's more to this, you know, there's more, there's different people to meet, there's different places to see. And I don't want to buy into this kind of lifestyle, you know, that they, uh, many cultures teach you where you need to get married and have children Mm -hmm. and kind of stay in one place. Um, And if you feel like that's not for you either, then, you know, figuring out how to travel and work remotely is kind of, the next greatest thing if that if that type of lifestyle isn't what you seek yeah when you look at your lifestyle now and from when you started back in 2016 are there like massive differences in how it looks today yes I mean like it completely blew up my life like in all the best ways I mean I was like quintessential office job paying rent you know, going out in the evenings and weekends. Um, but most of my energy really was put into somebody else's business, you know, like the startup and technology culture in San Francisco. I now am like, I don't know, just the amount of places I've been able to to be my own personal lifestyle, like just being financially independent um, really was a big goal of mine. And so I have, you know, bought a sailboat and I've sailed around the Caribbean. I work from sailboats. I, and during 2020, I rented an RV and I worked all through an RV in the U S and I own, you know, two homes now in different locations in the world. So it's like, I totally completely just turned everything I was told upside down and like created this really wonderful, like multi-location, multicultural life that works for me. And, um, being an entrepreneur also comes with the ability to be financially independent. Like, I just think you're, you have the ability to get ahead more than you have the ability when you're just collecting a paycheck and working from someone else's company. So yeah. So things have just wildly changed. And from me when I left the U S yeah, I can imagine. And your first one or two years of nomading to what it is today, like what are some of those differences? Yeah. Well, I really had to 
buckle down a little bit more, I think. In the beginning, I didn't, um, it was really hard for me to figure out like what this lifestyle looked like. It felt so strange at first. It really felt like, am I not doing the right thing? Am I not working enough? I have so much time on my hands. Like this feels like very odd and awkward. I also really, and I have to, I always tell this to every person that starts their own business and works remote is like, you really have to figure out what your routine is. So what does it look like for me to actually get work done? And I have to stick very closely to that routine because when you when you move locations, you disrupt your routine, right? So, but in order to get ahead in your business and entrepreneurship, you have to like keep making the phone calls, emailing, doing the work, knocking things out and growing and growing and growing. And that requires time and like discipline and routine mm-hmm. to do that. So combining those two things was really what, probably what I spent them first, like two or three years on. And now I am super strict about it. Like if I go to any other country and work remote for two weeks, three weeks, month, or whatever that looks like months at a time, I, I stick to that routine and that, and that process. Could you tell our listeners what that routine looks like? Yeah, again, it's not the same for everybody because I have people that are on my team where Mm -hmm. their routine is like working in the evenings and doing things during the day. So it's like, what? That's the beauty Mm -hmm. of remote work, right? And that's really what we try to try to shine, make shine at our company is how do we let people work in the ways that work for them, not dictating the times or the days or the routine. For my routine, I have to start my day with exercise. I'm a much better entrepreneur and a person if I do yoga, if I walk, if I get out in the sunshine. And so my calendars are blocked out for that. Um, I do keep daytime hours, uh, you know, standard kind of morning to afternoon hours. I always get dressed. I do not sit at my computer in pajamas. It's the biggest no-no for me. Um, and I just keep like really clear boundaries of how I'm working and where I'm working and have a quiet space to work at, um, that, you know, you can do things like podcasts or focus and there's not like loud noises and, you know, rushing cars and people talking and stuff like that, but this is what works for me. So I, it took me a a while to figure out like what my work style was for a remote. Yeah. And that's also the beauty of this lifestyle is that you really get to figure out what works for you. What I'm curious about, because routine is a very big topic. Did you read any books or do you, are you using any tech to kind of help you stick with that routine? You already mentioned uh, some calendar blocks. Yeah, I just use the standard um, like Google Calendar. I don't, I've tried Pomodoro technique and all of that. But to be honest, I've never been someone that's had a travel focusing or staying productive. Like I'm more type A list maker, list crosser offer. So it might be a little bit easier for me than other people. But I do block out my calendar very particularly because I'm on so many Zoom calls at this point, leading a company of, of 40 and having clients um, all over the world. And so I do spend a lot of time on Zoom. So I have I keep very clear work boundaries for me. It's like part of working like this and building a company like this is that I wanted to work in the ways that make me happy, where I still have time to run and manage my life, to spend time with friends and family, to do all the hobbies I want to do. 
where the balance is more on my personal life and not on work. And work is just something that fits into the larger piece of the pie. In order to do that, I have to constantly be thinking about what my boundaries are. And I can't let those boundaries be crossed. Otherwise it just becomes like working for another nine to five company in an office, you know? So I don't work my weekends. I don't work my evenings. I block everything out. Um, But like you were saying, people work in different ways. So my boyfriend is someone that works remote as well, but he is sleepier in the morning and more awake at night where I'm awake in the morning and more sleepy at Mm -hmm. night. So he actually is more productive and working his evenings and kind of doesn't work in the morning. So it's, that works for him. Right. So yeah, that's the beauty of being able to work in the ways that work for you. Yeah. I definitely recognize that. I'm like super focused in the morning and like my partner, he's not, he will be still sleeping. Like, and at night, at nine, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to like going my evening routine. And then he's still like working. So it's, yeah, that that's like very funny, but sometimes also kind of challenging, especially when you, you still have also your relationship. Right. And how do you take, I would say like a digital detox. So what are kind of things that you do to also disconnect from work? So you are fresh in the morning. Yeah. So I'm obsessive about my technology boundaries. I think one of the books that I read was really beautiful is digital um, minimalism. And so that has kind of added to my outlook through the years. But part of the thing that we recommend at our company and we do is we really manage notifications um, mm-hmm. and, you know, quiet hours is on you to kind of do what you need to do during the day, but still be on or available those are on your phone all the time, right? But you really just have to make sure that you're managing that. So I have, I don't know if you've seen the phone screen that doesn't allow any red badges. Like you design your home screen on your phone to just be like custom um, icons without any red badging. So I don't see any red badges. I like hide Slack and click up in a folder that I can't see. I don't look at them on my weekends and on my um, evenings. And if I'm on vacation, I completely sign out. And like our company knows if I'm on vacation, it's like a do not contact, you won't hear from me situation. But but yeah, so I need like that time to completely turn off and completely relax and completely refresh and not think about all the things that kind of come with running a company and, and being an entrepreneur. So I'm just obsessive about my boundaries again. Yeah, that's that's very good to hear. And it's also really inspiring because I mean, including myself, you know, there's so many entrepreneurs in the space, also like younger entrepreneurs. And I feel like there is, I mean, sometimes you also just get really obsessed with work, like disconnect or choose not to interact on a certain app or wait till the next day, like those kinds of things. So you're good at like setting your boundaries and keeping to it now. Have you been like that, like always, or is this something that you really had to learn and develop throughout your remote work journey? No, this is something I had to learn and develop. I mean, we talk about this also as we're kind of our our mantra or mission at my company is like the anti-hustle culture. I'm 40. So I can say now like what the hustle culture gives you because I did it all of my 20s and into my mid 30s working in Seattle and San Francisco for various tech and startups. And I wanted to just get to the top and I wanted to get to the next role. And I wanted that build my resume and have the names on my resume. And I just was a total hustler and I completely hit a wall, burned out, unhappy, wanted to like quit my life at age 34. 
the reason why I left the U.S., left my career and decided to just do my own thing. I, I didn't care anymore how much money I was making, what company I was at or where I was because I was so burned out. I just wanted to read, lie on a beach, you know, do some writing for some money, maybe some consulting, and then that's it. Because I'd hustled my whole career and I reached 34 and I was like, so just, I had to quit my life almost. And Mm -hmm. so looking on how I manage my business and work remotely now, I really have to keep boundaries with my time, my work, and also what I'm doing on the internet, um, how often I'm spending on the internet in order to like not burn out in all directions. Right. But I, I guess in some ways had the luxury of going through that in order to flip upside down my life and become something different. That's very inspiring. And I, I also love about like the hustle culture because yeah, in a nomad space, especially like younger nomads, like, yeah, we want all so badly. Yeah, I feel like people are also trying to kind of fast track stuff, but you kind of need to go through like struggles and you probably need to fall flat on your face as well a couple of times to like know yeah. what works for you. So it's really inspiring also not um, that you manage that and that you're now at a point where you can breathe and relax and yeah. <laughs> <still> work hard. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm 40. Right. So I went through like all of kind of the hustling and the climbing and the trying the the next best role and the next big company and like, you know, wanting my face and on things and wanting my name on things. And, um, but, um, you know, we really, one of the missions at our company, as we talk openly about literally our mission statement is to build an anti-hustle mm-hmm. culture, um, anti nine to five, anti-hustle culture. And like you said, it just takes time and there's no hustling in, amount of hustling in the world. That's going to give you just the experience of time. So I had to do my time for 17 years, like different jobs, different experience to have the perspective that I have now. So you might as well slow down a little bit and enjoy it along the way and take the time to set those boundaries and unplug while you're also pushing and, you know, doing the next best thing or making your company or your business or yourself push forward. But just to make sure that you're not burning out and kind of taking the time to slow down a little bit and enjoy things. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that advice. All right. So this is a a very beautiful way also to kind of end the episode. But uh, before we go, I have like one more question because one of the things, and I'm definitely part of this as well, like hustle hard, work a lot. And sometimes I forget to, yeah, that I, sometimes I forget that I live in paradise or that I have this massive pool next to my house or even a jacuzzi, which is great, but I don't use it because because of hustle hard, always like on LinkedIn and doing these things. So mm-hmm. out of your years of entrepreneurship and also hustling hard, um, what is like the one piece of advice that you want to uh, share with all our entrepreneurial listeners? Yeah, I think it would just be to try to take as much as possible the hustle 
off your plate a little bit less, maybe like 20% less hustle. So you can not burn out because that's like, just listen to someone that might be a little bit older and reach the burnout phase. Like it will come if you continue on that path. And so just taking time to experience like the place that you're at or um, new people that you might have just met or just doing something one time a day to um, enjoy life and get out there and relax versus like just working all day, I think would make a huge difference. Cool. I really love that. I'm going to apply that or implement that right after our podcast recruiting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Great. I love that. All right. So I always ask my guests if they have one question for me. So uh, Jana, do you have a question for me? Yeah, I would love to just flip it around on back on you because I don't know everything, right? And like everybody has their own unique perspective. So what did you have to learn with your boundaries and your routine? And I guess, how do you anti-hustle? Yeah. So (laughs) I think at this point in my life, I really suck at anti-hustle because I'm like, really like trying to not hustle so hard. And I actually had a meeting sort of almost like a hormonal crisis meeting today with my team because I'm because of the hormones, like I'm 32. So they're not so crazy, but I, sometimes I feel like they're like fighting me. (laughs) Right. Yeah. 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 I get it. (laughs) I felt so vulnerable, so vulnerable. And I was like, this is like a great moment to just have kind of our crisis meeting and be like, Hey, like, we're doing so much work and obviously there are some critical things in our business. Let, let's look at it now because everyone is hormonal in this moment that we're recording. So in, in my right. business, <laughs> so we're kind of like embrace the hormones and just like go with it. And it actually, yeah. I'm, it was really nice because we, we found out that uh, my superpower is really like connecting people and I'm, yeah. um, and we learned that we need to keep on focusing that on, on that, yeah. like making, building a community, making those connections. Mm-hmm. So, but I think aside from that, like, yeah, routine, super important. I love having like my morning walk and I do like afternoon yoga because also when I wake up, I have so many ideas. I just need to like get it out of my system. Like yeah. that is just, so I do like a, like a 15 minute writing sesh So everything that's in my head, I just like dump it on paper. I go for a walk and that has been really nice. And in the evening, I try to do it as well because going to bed with like a full mind of work is no bueno. (laughs) Yep. 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 Yeah. So you just touched on two things that are really important that I might not have talked about before as well, but like community, huge. And just like the human condition, I think, and connecting and talking about why you're stressed out that day at work or what your coworkers are going through, what your team is going through. That's something we do a lot. And also mindfulness is so huge to kind of surviving just in general, no matter what you're doing out there, breathing, walking, meditating, getting all that stuff out of your head. So yeah, I I feel you. I love it. That's great. Yeah, I guess sometimes we just should not forget that we're just humans. Like no matter yeah. no matter where you are on this planet, like our our bodies yes. and are built to breathe and to move. So we just need to sort of keep yeah. Going. And we all show up with like all the outside stuff, right? Like the the family member that's sick, the the dog that needed to go to the vet, like whatever it is, those things that kind of crop up in life, like everybody's going through those things. And so I think talking about those things and putting them all, all, all out in the open kind of helps you understand why people might be coming 
like you said, more hormonal to the table or something. Um, so yeah, so that's a good, just, just talking to people about what's going on in their lives. Definitely. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me today. It was really amazing to meet you and to learn also about your journey. Uh, Where can people find you online? Yeah. So if you want to follow our business, kind of check out if we're you know hiring or if you need marketing, we're firstpagestrategy.com. That's also the same thing on Instagram and LinkedIn, first page strategy. Me personally, I'm at jungle Gianna on Instagram. Oh, is where you can follow my travels. <laughs> Coincidentally, I do live in a jungle, so it's kind of fitting. Cool. Thank you so much. And yeah, uh, yeah. yeah we're going to add all the links to the show notes. <laughs> cool. Thank you. Have a great day.